In and out, no good. Another offensive board by Jackie Young. Look at this. The fourth try tonight for the Aces on this possession. Can they cash in? KP to Jackie to Clark. Another three. You got that right. It's Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 on Unnecessary Roughness. And Paloma joins us now on the phone lines as we kick off hour number three of the show, Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And Paloma, thanks so much for your time. 15-1 and one are the Las Vegas Aces. They beat up on the Connecticut Sun. I mean, the, the score, the final score wasn't even really a reality of how bad they beat them up on Saturday at the Michelob Ultra Arena. How good is this team, and have they even peaked yet? I mean, it's just every single day I'm with this team, you know, at the facility, at the Michelob Ultra Arena, and um, you know, as good as they, they last played, you know they're going to come out tonight and play even better. So um, that's what you that's what you get when you have elite players. I mean, Asia Wilson, Jackie Young, Chelsea Gray, um, they're only going to get better as the season goes. Um, and I was talking to Kelsey Plum the last game. She really emphasized and really hit on the head that their new facility is a game changer, that uh, they're the only WNBA team in the country with their own facility. And she said, you know, last year they were running around town. You know, they were practicing at UNLV and local high schools and trying to find a weight room and trying to find a cold tub. And, you know, they were living out of their gym bags. Um, and they were still able to to win a championship, you know, with, with all of that juggling around. But she said the fact that they have their own strength coach this year, they have their own weight room, they have their own cold tubs, um, you know, they have that beautiful facility right next to the Raiders headquarters. Um, you know, that's been a huge factor for them this season to spend every single day in that weight room. And I was able to go behind the scenes today with their strength coach, um, who's awesome. He's from the Detroit Pistons. And he told me that the Aces received the exact same training as the Detroit Pistons receive when it comes to uh, their workouts and their supplements and everything that um, he did with the Pistons, he's now implementing with the Aces. And Kelsey Plum said they just feel like they're overall in, in a better shape this season than they were last year. Um, they scored 27 unanswered points in the third quarter to open up the third quarter uh, on Sunday against the Suns. So I was like, man... Uh, you know, that strength coach and that facility really does play a factor into why the Aces are so dominant this season. Yeah, no doubt. And I saw that you sat down with uh, Jeremiah Welch. That's the strength and conditioning yeah. coach. Just how, how was that just being able to talk with him and, and realize, I mean, for you just sitting there realizing, like, this guy came from the NBA and came from the Detroit yeah. Pistons, and now the Aces have him as their strength and conditioning coach. Well, Q, what was really eye-opening was, you know, I'm around a lot of football players and, and a lot of football teams with the Raiders and the Rebels here in Vegas. Um, and I've been to their workouts. You know, I've seen, I've seen how they work out. They work out, you know, the offense works out together. The defense works out together. The special teams, they're doing their own thing. Um, but it's usually like 50 guys working out together at once, it feels like, um, where they're all doing the same thing and they're all listening at the same time and they're kind of just rotating in groups. The Aces work out individually. They get individual training uh, with their strength coach, Jeremiah Welch, because there's 11 players on the team. Um, so each player gets their own individual uh, workout, you know, post-recovery. Um, so Asia Wilson is not doing the same thing 
as Kirsten Bell is doing. And, and Jackie Young is not doing the same thing as Chelsea Gray is doing. And it was just so eye-opening to be like, wow, they're getting personalized training, you know, every single day. Um, you know, I found out that Jackie Young is lifting after every game. Mm. Um, so, I, I mean, it was just eye-opening just because I'm around, you know, football players who, yeah. who tend to work out together and maybe do, do the same thing together. The Aces have their own individual training um, and that has seemed to be, you know, a game changer this season when they come out at halftime in the, that third quarter. It's like they got a second wind, um, you know, and they're able to score 27 unanswered, which I don't think I've ever seen in my life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you have you have a former NBA head coach. You have former NBA assistant coaches. Now you throw in a former NBA trainer um, and you got a you got a little mini NBA team here <laughs> right. in Las Vegas. So I know summer league is coming into town, and I know everyone is saying, "Man, we need an NBA team. We need an NBA team." But I'll tell you, you put the Aces in the NBA, and man, they'll give any team a run for their money for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, man, they're balling out of control. They're, they're a lot of fun to watch, and that third quarter is really the Aces' quarter as far as I'm concerned. As you mentioned, they just <laughs> come out of that locker room, and they are mm-hmm. on fire again. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. You know, I wanted to ask you about Candace Parker. I was excited when mm-hmm. the, Raider, or the Raiders, the Aces, acquired her just because I thought that that was a big deal. But to me, Paloma, she looks like she is so much more comfortable now in this team as far as just what her role is and how she fits in she just looks like she's offensively defensively running mm-hmm. the point at times you know the fast break she looks like she just has really fit in pretty well with this team already yeah I think she's coming off her best game of the season um you know she was putting a lot of stats up there on on Sunday and you know it kind of took her a while to to fit into her groove um I know she was really just trying to figure out you know what her role was in the first couple games but um, you know, she was all over the stat sheet on, on Sunday, posting 15 points. Um, but she's, she's just like, wherever you need Candace to be, you know, she's there with the assist, with the block, with the steal, uh, with the rebound. You know, she, she's kind of just all over the court. Um, and it's, it's that chemistry that they're building. Um, you know, she's able to dish it to whoever she needs to. And that's been, you know, I think that's just the X factor that the Aces have is that this core has played together for a while now and they've built that chemistry and they go and play overseas together and they're on, um, you know, team USA together. So, um, you know, Candace has that relationship with Chelsea um, and you kind of just see it all coming together before you on the court. And man, I cannot tell you how many NBA and WNBA, WNBA teams I've watched where it's like, man, the chemistry is just not there. Right. Um, you know, they're throwing the ball and the ball goes out of bounds and, you know, they, they're, there to make the assist and no one's there that does not happen with the aces i mean chelsea's throwing it behind her back not even looking right um and and aces just said it's just that chemistry that they've built together over these years um and that trust that they have with each other um and that was just a, a big factor of getting this this team together is having that chemistry gel um and man they, yeah i mean they go out there and chelsea gray goes out there and plays with her eyes closed right. so that's how good this team is I'm trying to tell you, I get caught up in Chelsea Gray watch, right? I'll just start, like, watching her because the passes that she makes are incredible, right? I mean, she we call her the point god. They call her the point god. Paloma, there's no doubt about it. Like, she is the one that yeah. makes it go. She is definitely the point god. Yeah, I mean, male or female, man, 
she's got to be one of the best I've ever watched. And she's just her, her, her athleticism. I mean, even right. Becky Hammond's like, I don't even know what she's doing out there. I don't even like, I'm not even calling plays, you know, she's doing whatever she's seeing. Um, and there's no way to guard her. There's no defense for that. There's no defense for Chelsea Gray or Asia Wilson or Jackie right. Young. You know, they're, they're so elite. They're so good at what they do. And it's just because they're in that facility every single day queue. Like mm-hmm. I've talked to all the players and they say like none of them take a day off. They are in there every single day. Uh, they're lifting every single day. They're in that facility every single day. And Hey, you know, thank goodness they have that facility that they can, um, have a home, have a locker, you know, have what they need uh, to succeed. And, and that's been a huge factor uh, because they were great last season, for sure. Right. They were great last season. This season, it's like, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Just, you know, we'll see you in September. Right, exactly. I mean, look, it's going to take a lot to beat the Aces in a series to try to win the title because they're that stinking good. And, you know, I wanted to go to, you know, the WNBA and just the conditions. And you mentioned the facility that the Aces have is second to none. Uh, for the WNBA to take that next step, Paloma, I mean, we, we look at it, we see it, it's getting a lot of eyeballs. We talk about the WNBA all the time. For them to mm-hmm. do that, do they not have to have more teams in the league, have their own facilities, and, oh, by the way, have some chartered flights? I saw what happened with right. the Liberty and their 13 hours and multiple buses it took them to get from New York to Las Vegas. It's just it's yeah. not it's not right that they have to go through that. They've got to find a way to, to make this travel a little bit easier on the young ladies. Yeah, well, if you're a WNBA fan here in Vegas and you like the Aces, you know, this is top tier. The yep. Aces are getting the best treatment, the best facility, the best um, the best of everything here in Las Vegas. No doubt Mark Davis um, is, is blazing the trail for how these WNBA teams should be ran and, um, you know, the resources that they need. Um, but, hey, you know, if you're somewhere else in the country – um, a Dallas or, you know, an Indiana or wherever you are, you know, I'm sure the, the WNBA team is probably not getting the resources and the treatment that the Aces are getting. So, um, you know, I hope the whole league sees what the Aces are doing. Uh, you know, it's my job to show the country what the Aces have, you know, how they're treated, you know, how what kind of strength coach and resources they have. Uh, so that these other teams can can look at the Aces and say, we need to do that. Why aren't we doing that? Right. Um, and 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 you know, for for investors like Tom Brady or you know other NBA players that want to invest into WNBA teams, you know, I hope that I'm putting the Aces out there and being like, you know, every every professional female athlete needs this. You know, not just basketball, but like you know, all all female athletes right. at the pro level. Uh, you know, man, they need what they need, a, a cold tub, a weight room, like, come on, you know, and I think I've said it before on your show, like, when Angel Reese goes to the WNBA, you yep. know, like, when these all-star players get into the WNBA and they don't even have a locker, like, that's crazy, Yeah. You know? No, it is, and it's crazy because you think about it, the, the women basketball players in college, like, their facilities are great. Right. I mean, I've been into the yeah. Baylor locker room and, and their lockers yeah. are fantastic yeah. and their facilities are fantastic. Then all of a sudden it's like they go pro and their facilities stink. They're terrible. There are no lockers. They're, right. you know, playing at a high school like uh, Kelsey yeah. mentioned the other day. Like that's almost embarrassing that they had to go from UNLV to a high school to living out of their gym bag. Pros shouldn't have to do it like that. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. So, you know, every time I'm out there with the aces, you know, 
um, it's a movement. You know, it's like it's a movement. It's like they won the first title in Las Vegas. They put the WNBA on the map. Now they have this facility. Now they're fifteen and one. Um, you almost feel like you're you're trying to help this sport, move this sport forward. Um, you know, Kelsey Plum has her dog camp. You know, where she's out there putting on a camp for the best guards in the in the country. That um, and you know, Asia Wilson is always doing stuff. The Aces are always in the community. Um, you know, working with schools and and, and local teams. So um, I'm on board with the Aces and what they're trying to do and, and change this sport. And you know, it's it's. I only hope that Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and all these and the future. You know, the yeah. future of these of of the women's basketball only get the best of the best because man like angel reese and all them they deserve it for all that hard work they put in and the talent that they have you know you you only want them to have the best resources uh, and the best facility out there i mean and and to continue to to you know put the spotlight on the sport and 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 elevate the sport they've got to have it they can't you know they can't have better facilities in college than they do as professionals that's just not it's just not going to cut it again. Paloma Villacana is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Necessary roughness. You mentioned Asia Wilson. She got a two-year contract extension. Should yep. be a no-brainer. But how big of a deal was that to know that the the multiple-time MVP is in the mix for a couple more seasons at least? Yeah. Well, the core four, the core four: yep. Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, um, and Jackie Young are are under contract for the next few years. So that's super exciting. Um, I know talking to Nikki Fargus, the team president. Um, she said how important it is to keep the core four um, in Vegas, to keep this nucleus of the team in Vegas. Um, and, yeah, I mean, when you add Candace Parker in there, you yeah. add Alicia Clark, you know, that, that can only help you. But, um, you know, as soon as, it started, as soon as the season started, I was like, man, I know they added Candace Parker and these other WNBA champions. But to me, it was really Asia Wilson and Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum um, that were putting on a show early in the season, you know, coming out the gate with a 42-point win in Seattle. Someone tweeted me, was like, that's when you know the season was over. Their first game in Seattle when they posted a 42-point win on the road. And I was like, yeah, they they never looked back. They never looked back. But to have Asia Wilson, um, you know, one of the best athletes in the world, to be here in our backyard in Las Vegas, to take your kids, uh, to go watch this historic team. I mean, definitely history that we're watching right here. And, you know, the ticket prices are so affordable. Um, they always give out so many giveaways. And every night is like a themed night at the Aces games. Um, we've had several on-air people take their kids to games, and they love it. So, um, yeah, it's not just it's not just for girls. It's not just for women. It's for everyone. Um, and every game is a blast. Yeah, I have a great time every time I go. I don't get to go to a whole lot of games, but being in the building just a few times is always a lot of fun. The atmosphere is basically second to none. I mean, they put on one hell of a show. Paloma, before we let you go, I got to ask, and I'm sure you have, have you seen the prank that the Aces did on Sidney Colson? <laughs> and if you did, what were your thoughts yeah. on the way that the whole team was able to execute that? So I was at the facility when that was happening, and I was so confused because the team was, like, so serious and quiet and, like, locked in, which is, you know, they're usually a really fun group. So I was mm-hmm. like, what is happening? Um, and then I saw Sydney go upstairs with Becky Hammond, and I was like, oh, man, like, what's happening? Like, usually this group is really wild and fun and having a good time. Um, and then she comes back out into the practice court, and she's like, I hate y'all. Like, y'all are getting <laughs> it, you know. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, I don't know what happened. And I, I look up, and I'm like, 
you know, I need to figure out what just happened. And then right. I went on social media. But, yeah, Sydney Colson, she's a fan favorite. I know mm-hmm. the, the crowd goes wild anytime uh, she comes out on the court. But, um, you know, her energy, her her jokes are, are so funny. But it's not just Sydney. I mean, this whole team is is got great personalities. And um, a fan was telling me, you know, they, they love the Aces, stay after the game, sign autographs, take pictures. Um, you know, they're, they're always staying after the game to, to make time for the fans. And that's important. You know, you got these mega all-stars, you know, playing yep. in front of you. But then the fact that they take the time uh, to sign your shirt, to sign whatever you want and, and take pictures, that's huge. Yeah, it really is. And they'll be in action again this evening, taking on uh, the Dallas Wings at the Michelob Ultra Arena. You'll be in attendance, of course. Hold it down as you always do. Of course, you can hear that game on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas as well. Well, Paloma, uh, keep up the great work. We definitely appreciate you. What else are you working on besides all this Aces coverage around the clock? Yeah, football season's here, Q. It's here. Um, (laughs) I know I saw Diana Rossini tweet, you know, 4th of July is the last day of summer. Yep. And I was like, ain't that the truth? I mean, Mm -hmm. I've got, you know, all my rosters ready to go. I've got all my highlighters ready to go. So uh, football season's here. So let's go. (laughs) Yeah, hope you got enough rest. (laughs) I know you didn't, but I hope you got enough rest. And buckle up, because football season, as you mentioned, it's here. yeah, buddy, it is here. Well, thank you so much, Paloma. Thank, uh, we always appreciate you when you come on the show. Uh, have a great time at the game tonight. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Q. Talk to you soon. All right, there she goes. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, does a fantastic job uh, covering the Aces, covering UNLV, covering the Raiders, whatever the case may be. She's got it covered like a glove, and the Aces will be in action again this evening. Ari will actually be behind the scenes, as he is most of the time. T.C. Martin will be on the call. It'll be on ESPN Las Vegas. That is our sister station. You can check us out, or check them out, as I should say, at uh, at 7 o'clock is the tip-off for that one. So it uh, should be a fun one. Should be another big-time victory for the Aces, because they're just that stinking good. I also want to give a big shout-out to my man Wendell, who got in to win uh, the qualified for the four Aviators tickets, which obviously gets him a little bit closer to that opportunity at that New York City trip, the Lotus Summer of Fun. We have that going on across our company, across our sister stations. We definitely appreciate Wendell for chiming in as well. 4.18 is the time. When we come back, I'm going to let you know about this Friday, where we'll be, where this show will be, where you could join us. Plus, we'll get to your calls and texts at 702-365-9200. Dolbybroke.com text sign at 69187, keyword r and And don't forget, coming up at 430, Ryan Hollins, former NBA player, Rockets TV broadcast member now. He'll join us to talk all things NBA free agency. That's coming up at 430. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Dame is that dude. It's a reason why they call him Dame Time. It's a reason why you look at your watch and you hit it. If you're a young kid and you out in the yard and you need a bucket and you're trying to show out in front of the girls because they're watching you and your boys play basketball. It's a reason why, Joe. Because Dame is that dude. I personally feel like the Sixers need to go all in for Damian Lillard right now. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Harry Douglas right there talking about Damian Lillard, a guy that we'll be talking about in just a few minutes with Ryan Hollins, uh, former NBA player. As we talk all things NBA free agency, we'll talk about what the Houston Rockets have done, but uh, we'll definitely talk all things, scatter shoot all things NBA with Ryan Hollins again coming up at 4.30. He's a guy that requested a trade on Saturday from the Portland Trail Blazers, and so at some point, 
We all think he's going to go to Miami, but there's a good chance that another team could get in the mix like the Philadelphia 76ers. That was Harry Douglas from ESPN. Got a couple things I want to get to before we get to Brian Hollins, but before we do that, let's go out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Talk to our good friend Lois Cali Raider. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, what's going on, Q? Chilling, man, chilling. Hey, I just got a question, man. Um, I haven't been hearing much about that this new defensive line that we got from Nigeria. David Bika Goha, I, I might I might be saying that wrong, but um, yeah. Do you know what's what's good with him? Um, actually, and thank you for the call. I do appreciate you. No, I don't know anything about him yet. Uh, uh, we've seen him out there at practice, but when it was mandatory minicamp, we only got like one day each week to be out there. So during training camp, I think that that's when we'll get a really good idea. The one thing I do know is he doesn't he doesn't count against the 90-man roster, so currently actually the Raiders have 91 guys. And if he does make it through training camp and they decide that they want to put him on the practice squad, he doesn't go against that either. So he has the opportunity to develop into an NFL player. Uh, it's kind of part of their, their international uh, you know, plan that they have as far as the NFL goes, uh, and they're doing that across the league. So uh, I'm excited to see what he could bring to the table. But, no, we don't know a whole lot about him as of just yet. But, again, like I said, we didn't really get a chance to see him out there uh, because we only were out there one day a week for mandatory minicamp. And, of course, we were out there for OTAs as well. But we haven't quite got an opportunity uh, to check him out. But that's definitely somebody that we'll be paying attention to uh, and seeing, you know, how he develops. And, you know, the one thing is, and I don't, again, I don't know too much about him, but I know Vinny Bonsignor has told us that he was the guy that the Raiders liked and worked with when they were uh, away at, I forget what camp they were doing. It was off-site, and, and they worked with him before, so they were already familiar with him. So when the NFL awarded him to the Raiders, it was it was basically by their request that he was the guy that, that they were, like I said, familiar with, and they wanted to get to know a little bit more. So uh, who knows what's going to happen, but he does have a good opportunity, and since he does not – uh, go against the the ninety man roster or the uh, the, uh, the the practice squad either. Uh, that gives him a good opportunity to to maybe stick around and get some development with the Raiders as the NFL team. So uh, Lois Cali Raider, thank you so much for that call. I do appreciate you. And anytime we don't have a guest, you can chime in just like Lois Cali Raider did at seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. You know the the text line is always open like some old school TV antennas at six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. So don't be broke dot com text line. So you could always hit us up. Now I did want to let you know that on Friday. We're making our return. Unnecessary Roughness will be at the Azilo Ultra Pool inside the Sahara, Las Vegas. I know my man uh, Houston in L.A., he called last week. I was wondering if we were going to be there. Uh, we weren't there last Friday, but we will be there this Friday. So uh, if you're out and about, you got an opportunity to stop on by. It's going to be hot. I know Summer League is getting underway on, on Friday, so there's going to be a lot of people headed to the Thomas & Mack Center. Of course, this show will come to you live from Summer League as well at some point uh, before Summer League gets wrapped up. We're excited about that opportunity, but very excited about any opportunity we have to be out at the Sahara Las Vegas inside the Azilo Ultra Pool. Of course, it's open daily, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Live DJ sets, free entry, free, free, free. That's the biggest thing. That It does not cost you a dime to get in there. All you got to do is be 21 and over, bring your shorts, prepare yourself to get into the pool. It's so hot. Why wouldn't you want to get into the pool? There's free parking, valet, uh, cabanas, day beds are available. You got to have registration for that. Of course, they've got the LED video wall broadcasting multiple games, whatever's on the screens. They've got so much coverage. Uh, you can definitely check it out. They've got specialty menus with food, craft cocktails, anything you can imagine. They have you covered there. Last time we were there is the first time we, we did a show there. Uh, it was a great time out. 
You know, I know my man Vegas just stopped by. Jason stopped by. Mickey and Mary stopped by. My man uh, Jammy J was in town. A lot of folks. My man Vice Raider showed up. A lot of folks stopped by and said what's up and was able to hang out there poolside. And we had a really good time. So I definitely encourage you to come on by Friday, 2 to 5 p.m. But you can get there early and you can stay late if you want. Again, it's open daily, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The food was fantastic. I had nachos last time. I'm going to switch it up. I don't know what I'm going to have this time. But I'm definitely going to switch it up a little something, something. And, of course, they have the specialty drinks out there as well. So definitely encourage you to come on by on Friday. Of course, I'll continue to remind you between now and then. But we'll be at the Azila Ultra Pool inside the Sahara, Las Vegas. Fantastic venue. It is exactly where you want to be. We'll do that on Friday with Raider Nation Radio 920. Join us in a few minutes. We'll have Ryan Hollins. Not quite yet. My man Ari is attempting to get him on the phone lines to talk all things NBA free agency. He'll join us in a matter of seconds. But, again, threw the question out there about the Raiders and defensive players and who you could be looking at. And uh, the exact words were, who are three guys on defense you're looking for to have a bigger season and help this defense improve in 2023? Uh, three guys that I was paying attention to or I want to pay attention to and really focus in on to t- help this defense take a step in the right direction, Divine Diablo. Trayvon Merrick and Nate Hobbs those guys all the third year guys all are veterans now they know what it's like to be in the NFL they know what it's like to be in that Raiders locker room all those guys are homegrown dudes as well all drafted by the silver and black so it's time for those guys to take that step they're it's those guys time to to step up and be the leaders and also big time playmakers and I think all three of those guys have ability have the opportunity have the skill to be big-time playmakers, but they've got to find a way to actually get it done. We saw glimpses of it from Divine Diablo last season. We saw where he was headed in the right direction. Trayvon Merrick, he's got, he's got some work to do, and Nate Hobbs has got to stay healthy, right? I mean, every one of those guys, none of them are perfect, but they do all, they all possess those traits that you can see that they have an ability and an opportunity to be big-time playmakers on that uh, Raiders defense, but they've got to go out there and do it, and it starts at training camp, which the first day of practice for training camp will be on the 26th. So that's one of the questions that we threw out there to you at the don'tbebroke.com text line, also the phone line as well, 702-365-9200. And then the other question, just having a little bit of fun talking about the hot dog eating competition, and if you thought that because they had water and they're able to dip the hot dogs, the buns and the hot dogs into water, that that cheapens the competition a little bit. I do not. I think that if you eat 62 dogs, you eat 62 dogs. I don't care if you got water, you got Gatorade, you got Vaseline, you got mustard, you got whatever. Whatever it is, it helps you get that thing down. I don't care because I just think that that's just incredible that someone could eat as much as we saw uh, eating on uh, on the 4th of July during that hot dog eating contest. And it wasn't just the men. I mean, the women's side of things as well. So that's another question that we threw out there to you. And you can hit us up again at uh, 69187, keyword R&R. What we'll do is we'll take a quick break as my man Ari is efforting uh, Ryan Hollins. He's supposed to join us to talk all things uh, NBA. So we'll see if we get him. We'll come on back. This is Rare Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And joining us now on the phone lines, former NBA player Ryan Hollins, current Rockets TV broadcast member and uh, just an all-around good dude. And, Ryan, thanks so much for your time. Definitely appreciate you this afternoon. And last time we talked, I had asked you about Fred Van Vliet and if he ended up in Houston, how would that fit with uh, Coach Adoka? Would that be a good uh, addition? And, well, lo and behold, three years, $130 million later, he's there in Houston. So now that it's official, signed, sealed, and delivered, how big is that for the Houston Rockets getting Van Vliet? 
And it, it, it's huge. And, you know, Fred is the perfect fit because um, you see that number and it kind of like allows you jumps off. I, I think he's the, the new version of Mike Conley. And when I say that, um, he's got an all-star talent. Um, Fred is a world champ. But Fred is just a winner. So Fred's game is not predicated on scoring, not predicated on assists. It's whatever you need me to do. He defends. He's tough as nails. He's going to be able to teach these young guys, you know, how to play the game. And that's the biggest thing that Fred brings to the table. And, you know, I guess obviously you'd like to maybe, you know, have a, a two-year deal. But, you know, that, that team option on the third year, man, it, it, you're looking at a golden deal. And I'm excited to see what he can do. And it's not just that Fred can uh, play at a high level still. It's what he's going to be able to do with these young guys and how they can watch him and how he can learn. You know, just even seeing what Jalen Green's growth is going to look like with a guy like Fred Van Fleet getting him the basketball. Yeah, and, you know, when it comes to Fred, he's a guy that, you know, went all his years in college, uh, you know, undrafted guy, and now all of a sudden he's reaping the, the, the benefits and, of course, is the NBA champ as well. How much does that just say to his work ethic, kind of a tip of the cap to who he is as a person? Man, Fred is a hard worker, man. Um, shoot, I remember we had him for the Pan American Games and ended up cutting him. Yeah, I said, man, you got to be crazy, man. We cut Fred Van Fleet, but – um, he's a worker, uh, you know, mid-major, Wichita State. Um, he's a grinder. Nothing gets to his head, not too high, not too low. But like, like I said, because of that, man, the toughness, that, that is what you breed. And uh, I think what I love in Houston is they're bringing winners over, you know, guys that have won, you know, to show young guys, hey, this is how you win in the NBA. This is what you do if you want to be successful. And, you know, I'm looking for those, for those moves to pay off. But I know this Van Fleet one is going to be a good one. What do you think about the move for Dylan Brooks and kind of the, the edge that he may bring to that Rockets organization now? Man, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. It is absolutely laughable that anybody questions that. Um, to give you a little insight on the team, the Rockets were probably what dead last or, or bottom five in, in defensive ratings. Mm -hmm. um, anybody who played the Rockets, with all due respect, because they're youth, in development will have career highs, season highs. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, guys who hadn't even played were getting those numbers. Dylan Brooks is a guy who, you know, maybe he's not just necessarily a stopper, you know, but he's going to guard the other, the other best player on the other team. And that comes at a premium, that comes at a high value, and that's something that um, the Rockets didn't have. And, you know, Dylan Brooks was slated, maybe people don't know and not understand, he was slated to get a whole lot more money than he got. So <laughs> He came on a very friendly deal, so um, I, I'm telling you, that Dylan Brooks signing is huge. Yeah, I think that I like it a lot because of the, like I said, the edge, the toughness, you know, that he brings to the table. I feel like that that's going to fit with what Coach Udoka wants to do, like a glove. It, exactly. You know, uh, he may like to pick up full court. He likes mm -hmm. to get in your face. He likes to take every inch away, and that's something that Dylan brings to the table. And I think Dylan Brooks becomes dangerous as a team defender. You know, you're not going to say, hey, Dylan Brooks, go be Dwight Howard. You're not right. going to see that effect. But as a team defender, a guy who can roam and kind of bring intensity, oh, it's, it's going to be everything. And I think you're going to really see how Jalen Green can score the basketball because if the Rockets get stopped, so they get in transition, man, they are absolutely electric. Talking all things NBA right now, former NBA player Brian Hollins here on Unnecessary Roughness Radio 920. So Dame Lillard, he requests his trade on Saturday from the Portland Trailblazers. Most people believe he's going to end up in Miami, but there's a couple other teams that could be in the mix as well. Uh, what do you think that this would do for a Miami Heat team if Dame does, in fact, end up in South Beach? 
man, it would definitely bolster their odds for a championship. Um, I think what, what I like about Dame is you see a lot of these superstars teaming up. Sometimes it's the look. It's the excitement. It, it, it's scoring on top of scoring or, you know, a lot of size or adding, you know, multiple to the same position. Like, if, if you're going to get Damon Lillard, you have something different that the Miami Heat needs and then the type of player he is, he fits right in with their culture. He's a hard worker. He's a grinder. He does the little things, but he's absolutely box office. And I, I think it, it's a match made in heaven if it does end up working out. And I think for Damian Lillard, man, it would give him a legitimate chance at winning the NBA championship. What would you think if he ended up in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid? That'd be intriguing because <laughs> here's the thing. If you're Portland, yeah, I, I wanted James Harden back. I want, I want something, mm-hmm. you know, with, with some value, right? Um, I, man, I, I think he would take Harden. Um, excuse me, not Harden. He would take Embiid game to the next level. Um, obviously, you're just kind of swapping what he can do. Uh, versus what James can do in, in that system. Um, but I think Philadelphia, whether it's, you know, James or it's, uh, you're, you're moving on and, and getting Dame, you, you have a chance to win there when you've got the big fella, man. Joel Embiid is the real deal. And I think you're just saying, how, how do we put these pieces around him to get him to the next level? Again, we're talking with former NBA player Ryan Hollins here. Uh, James Harden, you mentioned him. Uh, he's in, in Philly. Everyone's expecting him to be traded somewhere. I don't know if it's going to take a while before it gets done, but Houston looks like that backcourt's all filled up, so they don't need him. Where do you think the best location would be for him, or is it Portland? Man, here's the thing for James. James wants to win now. And I don't think that a, James is a strong enough and respected enough personality. I don't think he'd just be shipped anywhere. Because you'd be looking at it and saying, well, well, we want you, James. We like you. But if, at this stage in your career, if we're not serious about a championship, I don't know how, you know, how we would fit, you know, how he'd fit. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really intrigued, intrigued to see how this Harden situation, you know, actually plays out. <laughs> I, I, I think this is, this is the one that's probably going to take some time and it's going to be a whole lot more complex than, than you think. What do you think about CP3 now with the Golden State Warriors? What does that do for him, and what does that do for the Warriors? Well, for, for Chris, uh, Chris has an opportunity at the championship playing with those guys um, over with the Warriors. And I think with the Warriors, they're telling you we're going all in. You're getting a, a, an aged and extremely seasoned vet where your question is health. And I think it's, it's also a testament to their belief in Steph Curry. Clearly, the Warriors must feel like they've been holding Seth Curry back because when you bring on Chris Paul, you're going to let him rip. You're going to let him be a scorer. You're going to take a lot of responsibility off his plate where you just say, hey, Steph, go get me a 50 ball. You know, Steph Curry has to work for all of his buckets, essentially. So for someone to actually feed him or get him an easy look, him and Clay, that's kind of scary. I think the biggest struggle is going to be on the defensive end of the floor. You're going to have to protect not just Steph, but CP if they're on the floor at the same time. I think, unfortunately, like a lot of these major uh, trios and, and, and star-studded lineups, it, it, we're not probably going to see them all on the floor at the same time. Uh, for, I would say, maybe 30 40% of the season, we'll probably see that lineup in full. But, you know, they're older, so they're going to go out and rest and kind of focus on whatever they need to do in the playoffs and I'm talking Golden State. When it comes to CP3, what is it about him that makes him so good, especially with young players? And, you know, you can even go all the way back to when he was in New Orleans. I mean, it just seems like the young guys, especially big guys, he's able to kind of coach them up and, and teach them the game. Well, 
here's the thing is um, Chris is at a stage in his career where he knows he doesn't have the, have the legs mm-hmm. to go out and get those 30 and 40 balls. So with those young guys, he needs them. You know, it, it's, a, it's a situation where you say, hey, man, you, you cut to the basket, you move here, I'm going to get you the ball right on time. He has to work with these young guys. So Chris is at a stage probably with the last four or five years where he's just been giving the game back. And I think it's also different where another star may butt heads with Chris because those two are equally touted. Chris is smart. He's a competitor. You know, things maybe not don't sit right. But when Chris mixes with these young guys, the hierarchy is understood. They grew up watching Chris Paul. They know who Chris Paul is. So um, I think it's just a much better relationship that we've been able to see uh, with Chris. Ryan Hollins is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Just got a couple more questions for you. Anthony Edwards, he signed that max extension with the T-Wolves. Not a surprise. He's a fantastic player. But, Ryan, how much better do you think that Anthony Edwards could be? And, and obviously Minnesota's happy to have him. It's scratching the surface. I think Anthony Edwards got a, got a taste of what playoff basketball looked like. He's probably salivating at his opportunity to get back into the playoffs. It's a whole lot faster a whole lot more IQ. These guys are much different than the regular season. And I think they know they have a star on their hands. They have a guy that you're not just going to sign out of free agency if you're Minnesota. So Anthony Edwards is box office, and I think that um, that signing just reassured him that, you know, the organization is committed to what he can do uh, moving forward. But you're looking at LeBron getting older. You're looking at Durant getting older. And Anthony Edwards is looking like, hey, man, (laughs) John Zion, if y'all don't want it, I'll be next up. <laughs> I'll be the guy. So I think that's the excitement there. If, if you're Minnesota uh, and Anthony Edwards moving forward. I'm a firm believer that the Lakers really wanted Bruce Brown from Denver. He ends up in Indiana. Obi Toppin's in Indiana. Tyrese Halliburton resigns for the Max. What do you think that Indiana's got cooking there? And, and how big of a miss was that for the Lakers not to be able to get a Bruce Brown? Man, man, I think the Lakers, that was an A-plus-plus effort just for them to get their guys back. Uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Brown would have been huge. Yep. Um, it would have just been – I think everybody was just making a play to make sure he and Jeff Green don't go back uh, to Denver, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. break the band up. Bruce Brown maybe played, played too well. Um, but I, I think if, if you're Indiana, man, they're that team that you kind of hate to play, you hate to match up with. I think a number of times in this last season, they came back from down. They were down 20, you know, 10, 20 points, whatever it may have been in, in one ball game. I played for with Carl. He, he called out he's as good as it comes when it comes to coaching. But I think they're just bolstering. They're staying young, and they got young Halliburton over there, man. So I, I think that's something you got to look forward to. But th- that team is, wouldn't be surprised at all if they're right in the playoff mix with how talented Halliburton is. Ryan, final question for you. We know Summer League's getting underway on Friday here in Las Vegas. Woes just put out a tweet saying that the NBA's new in-season tournament, Final Four, is set for December 7th and 9th in Las Vegas. Stats will be counted, uh, except for the championship game, of course. But, I mean, just how much does the NBA want to be in Las Vegas? So, it just moving forward, and, and we all believe that there'll be a team here sooner rather than later. Well, I think the taboo is always the betting. Yeah, And I think the NBA, uh, NFL, and all these professional leagues have found a way to uh, ingratiate a betting into the game without questioning the integrity of the players. And I think we're also at a point where, you know, a guy's going to go out and enjoy himself, man. So if you, you, you can't handle making a couple million dollars in Las Vegas, you, you just don't need to be in the league. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like like you're gonna have to. It, it, it's, it's pitfalls everywhere. So I think the um, the taboo behind being in Las Vegas, the the, the mindset is it, it, gone. And saying, hey man, um, teams are making money here, and you're looking at the Aces, the success they had. You're looking at the hockey team there. The Raiders have went there, so I think it's just opening up the uh, the entire professional market to say this is somewhere that we can come and play. And then it's arranged to where, you know, you know, they're selling out these arenas, they're selling out these seats where fans are getting behind uh, sports in Vegas. Are you planning on uh, making the trip here for a uh, summer league? Check out some women. Yana gets underway on, on Friday. Of course, man. I got to go tap in and <laughs> I'm excited to see what's there. You know, I'm telling you, <laughs> Vegas summer league is the only spot where you're going to see probably every single NBA personnel all the way up to owners and presidents in one spot at the same time. And a lot of deals get done in summer league. So uh, I'm excited to go out there and see these young guys play. There's no doubt. Well, we'll be doing some shows there from the Thomas and Mack Center. So hopefully we run into you, Ryan. Thanks so much for your time, man. Great insight as always. We definitely appreciate you. Anytime, guys. You know, keep it up. All right, will do. There he goes. Former NBA player Ryan Hollins joining us here uh, on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Many thanks to him. Uh, great insight when it comes to the NBA, and he's right about the NBA in Las Vegas. Uh, they're going to be here sooner rather than later, and now that everyone is kind of uh, not worried about the whole gambling aspect, matter of fact, every league embraces uh, gambling now. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer to have uh, the, the NBA here, and, and Summer League is always great. It gets underway on Friday at some point. Uh, Radio Nation Radio 920 will be doing our shows from there. Either JT the Brick and myself or, or both uh, will be there. I know Cofield and the company will be there on ESPN Las Vegas, uh, hopefully on Friday, uh, for Victor Wimbignana as he's uh, underway and going up against uh, Brandon Miller. Uh, the number two overall pick, so that should be fun. And that's why it's sold out. I mean, it's the first day of, of Summer League is already sold out. Normally that does not happen. We will have tickets that we're giving away, but to other days because it's just – I mean, it's, it's that much star-studded affair is going to be there, as Ryan just pointed out. Uh, cannot wait for us to be there, though, and broadcast live. We do it each and every year. It's something that I definitely look forward to. So many thanks to Ryan for giving us a few minutes of his time. Uh, let's go ahead and hook up some more winning right now. Call number nine. We got the David Perico. Uh, we got the band. Uh, they're going to be giving up. They're, they're doing their show, and if you don't know who that is, that's actually – the house band that plays at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, the Raiderettes are going to be part of this as well. It's going down at the Smith Center on uh, on July 14th. You can get your tickets right now at smithcenter.com. Uh, the David Perico Pop Symphonic featuring the Raiderettes. You want to go. We've got tickets for you right now, my man. Ari is standing by. We're looking for caller number 9 at 702-365-9200. That's 702-365-9200. Caller number 9 is what I'm looking for. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Big us to my man Chris. He got hooked up with some tickets to the David Perico Pop Symphonic featuring the Raider Reds. That's the house band that plays for the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. You can't miss them on the Coors Light Landing. He got hooked up with tickets. If you want to get tickets, smithcenter.com. Of course, this event goes on July 14th. Uh, you want to be there. But, uh, yeah, good big ups to him for that. Uh, also, we have more winning on the way for that. But I just looked at the don'tbebroke.com text line, and I apologize for this. Big Dub Raider, he hit us up and said, Hey, Q, can you ask former UCLA product Ryan Hollins how he likes Terry Eason? Go Raiders. And Big Dub, my bad. That's my fault. I always am checking the don'tbebroke.com text line whenever we have an interview because I always say, Ari, like, like clockwork, I always say, if you want to get a question into any of the guests that we have, hit us up and I'll ask the question. And, of course, the time that I don't pay attention to the line is when 
we get a, a question from Big Dub Raider. So I apologize for that. We will have Ryan Hollins back on at some point, so I'll definitely ask at that, que- at that point. But, uh, yeah, I apologize, Big Dub Raider. That's the way to use the text line. The execution on your part was perfect. The, you know, the, the completion of the, the exercise on my part was a fail. So <laughs> there's that. But big ups to my man Chris. Again, he got hooked up with tickets. Big ups to my guy Wendell. He got uh, in to win the, the four tickets to the Aviators game, which gets him in to win uh, an opportunity to go possibly on one of the uh, Lotus Summer Fun trips, which this week it is the trip for four nights in New York City, a Broadway show, and $1,000 spending money. You could take the trip. Or you could take the cash. We're giving away opportunities each and every show from the morning tailgate to JT the Brick, who will be back tomorrow afternoon. And I believe JT is kicking off uh, the greatest Raiders ever at every position. He's putting together uh, the ultimate Raiders team, so you definitely want to tune in for that. I know JT will have a lot of guests that will break down these different positions, so that should be that should be fun. To listen, he'll be back tomorrow to do that, but he'll also have an opportunity at the Lotus Summer of Fun uh, getting you in to win an opportunity for a chance to win that trip to New York City. And I know it's a couple steps that you got to take, but it's well worth it. Again, you can take the trip. You can take the cash. If you get the trip, you get $1,000 spending money. You get the Broadway show, and you get the four nights in New York City. If you take the cash, you get $3,000 cold, hard cash. I'm not mad at that. Either way you go, that is, uh, that is good stuff. I like it a lot. And, of course, on this show, again, we'll continue to do that tomorrow. And don't forget, on Friday – this show will be on the road, and anyone who knows me knows I love when the show is on the road. We'll be at the Azilo Ultra Pool, uh, the Sahara Las Vegas. We've been there one other time, had this show. It was a lot of fun. We're going to do it again on Friday from 2 to 5 p.m., but it's open daily, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I suggest you get there early. Get there early. Get there before me. Why not, right? Have a good time. Find your spot. Get your little location, you know, where you need to be and be ready to rock and roll, right? The food specials are great. The drink specials are great. The pool is fantastic. Just go ahead and and, and mark your spot and get ready. Of course, the show will be there 2 to 5, but the the place is open 10 to 6. They have live DJ sets, so there's music that's pumping in the background. All the the games or whatever it is that's on the the TV screens, the big LED screens. They have cabanas and day beds if you want to kind of plan ahead and make a day of it free parking and valet which is fantastic free entry which is fantastic there's a lot of places around town that that cost money to get into to just to have a good time it doesn't cost any money to come in and have a good time at the azilo ultra pool so make sure you make uh, plans to be there and join us of course i'll have plenty of giveaways like raider nation radio 920 t-shirts shirts uh we'll do uh, cups koozies uh you know all kind of uh, hand sanitizer whatever the whatever i can find in the, in the prize closet is basically what I'm going to give away. That's just what I do. Like, I, I just start seeing stuff and start grabbing it and throwing it in the box. Like, okay, we're taking this, we're taking that, we're taking this, we're taking that. Sometimes I take more than I'm supposed to, but it's all good. I'm going to do it. So make sure you make plans to be with us on Friday, at least from 2 to 5 p.m. at the Zilla Ultra Pool. But uh, definitely show up early if you'd like and stay late if you like as well. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, 2 to 5 p.m. right here. Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. Have a great evening.